Guys, thank you very much for listening to the Photography Bar podcast. If you enjoy the show, please make sure to support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok, as well as our Patreon, all of which will be linked in the show notes. Please leave us a five star review on your favorite podcast app, such as Spotify and Apple Podcast. And with all that said, let's head to the bar. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? And as promised, it's weekly. I know. I know. It feels feels kind of weird, doesn't it? We're, we're kind of here every week now. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So all good. All good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good. Thanks. Um, we're, we're back on it now. You know, we had, uh, um, I wouldn't say a slow start to the year. It was, it was slow as in shoots. Uh, however, uh, as I was saying last week, I was prepping so many different things and, uh, you know, in 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 preparation for the new year um websites all up and running pretty much so yeah we, we're good to go That's with good. that and yeah yeah we're yeah we're, we're we're back on it now so yeah absolutely absolutely back on it back on it now uh today i think um yeah we're, we're gonna well we're gonna talk about a couple of things aren't we so today we're going to talk about some fake images involved in the gaza conflict um that's something that you found out about cam and um i actually want to talk about something that well it it, it kind of annoyed me actually uh so customer service top five tips of good customer service because i feel i've just received some bad customer service and i'll, I'll tell you a little story so i can you're ready for this <laughs> yeah i am okay, let's get so, let's let's, let's so, kick off with that because it's important yeah yeah it, it just infuriated me a little bit because i know that we both go above and beyond i feel for our clients you know if a wedding is running half an hour late we all have to stay half an hour late you know when it when it comes to weddings if it's like 45 minutes to an hour then i start talking about charging but if it's like 20 minutes half an hour something like that then you just let it slide don't you because weddings weddings run run over and, and you know that right um and i always think about these things that i do but today I, I, I had to go to the post office. Now, first of all, just before people start worrying, um, obviously the post office has been in the news recently, hasn't it, about the, what happened with Fujitsu Siemens and the post, sub-postmasters. Um, I completely support the sub-postmasters in that. This is nothing to do with that story. This is something completely different, and you know, hopefully that gets resolved properly. Um, that aside, I went to the post office because I needed to... Um, I need to return something. So um, I bought something from the Flash Center. Big shout out to the Flash Center. I bought something for my Elecon lights, thinking that that would work. I bought the wrong thing. Um, and it was before Christmas. I bought it. And the shoot I was buying them for was um, last week. Um, and it was only last week I realized in a run up to the shoot that these weren't going to work. I contacted the Flash Center and I said, look, I need these to be returned uh, because I bought the wrong thing, basically, and they were fine with it. Um, after talking to them five minutes later, I get an email saying, with the return slip, here you go, send us with it. We'll get you your money back as soon as we receive it. Brilliant, you know? That's what you want. So I go down to the post office, and um, I have to buy a box to pack this thing in because I don't have a I don't have a remit of load of, load of cardboard boxes. And I stand in the queue after putting this box together. You have to pay for it at a different desk, go to the queue. And then I go to the place and he goes, um, yeah, you're going to need some tape on that. And I was like, yeah, I, I just I just put it all together in here. Um, can you possibly tape it? Oh, no, he said, I haven't got any tape. I haven't got <laughs> any tape. 
Right. So this must be the only post office in the entire world that doesn't have its own parcel tape. I mean, and I just thought, okay, so basically what he was saying is I have to go and buy my own parcel tape. Uh, So I had to go back to the other counter, buy the parcel tape and then rejoin another queue. So what should have taken me 10 minutes, I was in there for half an hour. And I just thought all the things I do for my clients and, you know, just basic customer service. It just I just felt like you could have just put a bit of tape on there just to, you know, help a customer out. Do you know what I mean? You see enough queued mm. and now you're making me queue again. And I've already paid for this box. You're going to pay me 10 quid to send this thing back as it is. Just put a bit of tape on there, man. So it just it just occurred to me how how bad I felt when I was leaving there. I just thought it was just a bit of bad customer service. Um, so and it just got me thinking about what you need to do. You know, when you're we, we all very ready to complain about about bad customer service aren't we and and you know i'm saying it on this podcast it it happened i'm sure cam there's been loads of times when you've had bad customer service right Hmm. um and you tell people about it straight away don't you it's 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 a really bad thing to do give out bad customer service because that sort of that ruins your reputation straight away um will i be shopping at that post office again probably because it's my local post office but if I felt I got bad service from a local photographer, there's mm. many other photographers around, so I wouldn't be going back. And I have heard many stories of clients, you know, that come into my studio and they've said, oh, I had this terrible service from X and I'm never going there again. Um, we've had much better service from you. We'll come and see you again. Um, and it's just important, isn't it? Customer service, you could be the best photographer in the world. If you are not giving great customer service, then your business will fail guaranteed yeah yeah without a doubt and mark you know when we were doing our our planning and you know we do plan these shows uh, um, we do to, to, it might to, not sound to, it but to a certain extent that's right yeah but all you said to me was um cam i want to talk about customer services and um can you give me what your top five tips for customer service without telling me the story of the post office which i've, I've only just yeah. heard okay and that, yeah. and, that, and that and that's that's really good i mean am i being out of order about that tape am i just being a bit no. should i've just brought my own tape or, no. or do you think no, Do you not think you should have post you should have put the tape on? Yeah. Because I've been to the okay. post office and actual fact they've actually said to me, Oh, that, that's gonna need a bit more tape. And my post office is a couple that I use, uh, just put it on, you know, no questions asked. I didn't think yeah. anything of it. And what this post uh, uh office uh employee should have done was said, uh, right, let me go and get some tape for you. Okay, it may have been an inconvenience to him, it may have been an inconvenience to the people that were in the queue. But the thing is, is that's that that is customer service going above and yeah. beyond. So five. Yeah. So you were asking me, what are my five top tips? Now, you may not agree with. Yes, this, because to be honest with you, there are 500 tips for customer service. OK, so <laughs> there are these these are not the only five top, you know, these are not the only five tips. But, uh, you know, I think these ones are in, uh, are important. And I think really customer service sort of comes from us and from the customer as well, because people are very quick to complain. So in no particular mm. order, OK, um, uh, uh, top five tips in no particular order is respond quickly. Okay. Yeah. So if somebody, uh, if you know that one of your customers is unhappy with something and it could be a wedding customer, it could be a family portrait customer, it could be one of your commercial customers, whoever it is, and they're not happy about something is don't leave it. Okay. Don't, um, it's important that you think about your response. Okay. But respond quickly. Don't respond Mm. in anger. Don't respond in anger. Agreed. Agreed. 
I think sort of killing with kindness is always a good thing. Now, for people that that don't know, one of the things that we're heavily involved in is graduation photography. So, Mark, as you know, as we've said before, we are around thousands of people every single year, and you can imagine that those thousands of graduates have photos taken. You're going to get a certain percentage that are unhappy with something. Okay, so mm. one yeah, of my of things is that when we do get that is that response comes as soon as pretty much as soon as their email comes in or the longest the longest it's left, maybe because we're not there is within 24 hours. Okay, so it's responded mm -hmm. to very, very quickly. And yeah. and one of the first responses I'll put in there is straight away saying is, hi, Joe, you know, I hope you're well. Okay, so I'm starting with something to make it a real sort of contact and say, you know, um, thank you for sending your uh, uh, email inquiry or thank you for your phone call um, I'm going to look into this for you and see if I can help you okay so I've responded and I'm trying to be helpful and then I'll put yeah. in look this is what's happened blah 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 and at the end of the day I will 99% of the time I will give aim to give the customer back what they're actually looking for you know in a roundabout mm. sort of way sometimes and if it's not possible say however we can do this for you you know, or however, mm, yeah. I can I can give you a couple of options. You you can do this or you can do that. Mm. And once you've done that, it's first of all, there's they've had a response and it's not an automated response. They've not, you know, they know that mm. you've responded personally to them. And that response has to be quick. So that's the first thing. And there's many different ways yeah. that you can respond. So that's 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 tip number one, okay, is respond uh, respond quickly. Um Okay, second one is admit your mistakes. Okay, if you yeah. have done something wrong, okay, or if you've misunderstood a customer's needs, uh, if you've uh, if you've cost that customer time and you've cost that customer money, or you've failed to meet a deadline, you've failed to do something, is acknowledge that with your customer mm -hmm. and say, look, uh, you know. Um, uh, I'm really sorry, but, uh, you know, I, I completely overlooked this aspect. Um, and here's what I'm going to do to to sort, to sort this out for you, basically. Mm. Don't try and get defensive. Don't sort of say to people, well, hang on a minute, stop blaming me. It's not my fault or anything like that. Okay. Is if you mm. know that you've done something wrong, tell them. And actually, you know, I do this all the time, actually, is, is, oh, I say it sounds like it happens a lot. No, it doesn't. But humans, yeah. <laughs> you know, as, as humans, we make mistakes. Okay, it's yeah. human nature. Nobody can get everything right a hundred percent of the time. You things are going to be sometimes, you know, you're just not on it. You've delivered something that's not quite you've missed something. You've missed something. Just say, hey, look, I'm really sorry, but I completely overlooked this. And I think mm -hmm. then people are really receptive to that because you're just being honest. Um, mm -hmm. I think what that's uh, that's another one of those. So how about those first two? Am yeah. I am I on the right track, Mark? <laughs> Yes, I think so. I think so. I mean, um, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of things here. I mean, to be honest, a lot of this just sounds like common sense. I think it's it um, yeah. It, it uh, first lot. I mean, obviously, we're going to do the other the, the 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 other the other ones, but it's just about caring about your clients. I think that's generally what 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 needs to be done. You know, yeah. if if I mean, obviously, we both charge uh, a premium to for for the services that we do, um, and with that comes that that care and attention. Um, and that's what that's what you need to do. Um, so, yeah. So what's what's number three? OK, is I think and then this might sound like I hopefully I explain this one quite well. It's help customers help themselves. Um, OK, you know, what that? so what I mean by that is, you know, 
when somebody say phones or they send you an email it's particularly an email it's very easy for them to fire off an email saying i'm not happy about this i'm not happy about that i want this and i want yeah. that and everything okay people get very heated yeah. keyboard warriors and yeah. then on the phone okay people will phone up and and they'll say i'm not happy about something and they'll do, do i'm not happy about this 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 and this and that okay so first of all you don't want to get to that point okay so can mm. you do anything um to resolve their issue before they even contact you Okay, so can okay. you put something on a website that's facts or complaints something? And here's what to do in the event of a complaint and see if you can you can nip something in the bud sort of f- fairly early but on. But troubleshoot, troubleshooting things, is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so th- they might actually say, ah, okay, this is what I need to do to rectify this. Oh, okay, my photos haven't been delivered and it's been two weeks. Ah, it says on there, you have to wait up to, you know, your photos can take up to four weeks, you know, because mm. you know what it's like in this day and age, people expect everything to be delivered the following day because of Amazon and, yep. and all the deliveries now that we get. So they're wondering, why my photos? It's been two weeks. Okay, but but they may have ordered some, some prints, large prints have had to be edited, they've got to be printed, they've got to be packed, all of that. Um, I mean, there's a good trick there, though, isn't there, Cam? I mean, it's it's not. I mean, I understand what you're saying about having stuff on on the website and that, mm. but you know, I mean, one of the things I do, especially with my well, with my family photography, mm. you know, I always quote right. Well, six to eight weeks for when mm. you get your product, so you're mm. going to buy them now and you're going to pay me up front, and we have to wait six to eight weeks. Now, mm. I know it's not going to take six to eight weeks if everything goes exactly how it should do. Um, you know, there might be a problem at the lab, or maybe there's a supplier issue with mm. some of the wood for the frames and all this mm. kind of stuff, and that's what that six to eight weeks is allowing for maybe the lab prints something a bit light too light and i look at it and go well that's not good enough i have to send that back mm. um and and that's why you know it doesn't happen that often i, mm. I, I use a very good lab but sometimes it might mm. do you know like you said people make mistakes um so i'd say that six to eight weeks now nine times nine and a half times out of ten right um those those images are are back within four weeks you know mm. half the time so you know and i'm calling them up four weeks they said ah, oh, i've actually got your products back they're all here waiting and, and of course they're delighted because they're expecting six to eight weeks but actually four weeks down the line they're back and they're ready and because everything's handmade to order it will take a bit of time anyway mm. but um but but that is it's, it's a, almost like your um just just you know it's it's better to sort of oh, I've forgotten the phrase now. So it's uh, you, you, you're not over promising. So un, under mm. promise and over deliver. I think that's the phrase, isn't it? Yeah, in actual and, fact, that, that, and of course that helps a lot of this stuff, doesn't it? It does. In fact, actual fact that comes on to my next tip. Actually, it does to, is is ah. really, it, it is about over promising. Don't over promise, okay? But sort of over deliver mm. as such, okay? Do, do, you know, if you've said you know you'll get your images in four weeks, deliver them in three. Okay, is yeah. is is deliver early, deliver earlier than they were actually expecting. Okay, um, mm. just mm. just do your best not to deliver late. And if you think and you know that you're going to end up delivering late, let them know. So I know communication is key, is absolute key. Yeah. So what I do sometimes is that I will occasionally, I know that when we're really busy and things have got a little bit held back, maybe with some editing and stuff that needs doing, I will drop customers an email just to say, hi guys, I just wanted to update you on your, on, on the progress of your order where we're in the middle of doing this, this, and this, 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 and this, we were hoping to try and get it to you, you know, with it, you know, by, by next Monday, but it's probably looking likely to be more the end of that week or something. And, 
every mm. single customer always comes back to me has always said that's absolutely fine thank you so much for letting us know because in many ways by saying that you have delivered early because you've kept the customer updated you know and so yeah you know, I, I, I probably wouldn't go as far as say delivered early there but what mm. you have done is made sure that the clients don't think you've forgotten about them yeah that's and right, that yeah. you care about them. okay things are delayed a little bit but, but you, you know it, you care the, uh, about the fact that it's delayed and it's like you know i'm letting you know don't worry about it it's still happening it's yeah. still going on yeah just I don't know. There was a there was a queue on the M4, or the Suez Canal was 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 <laughs> was yeah. blocked for a week, and that's why yeah. all the all the frames yeah. are being delayed. Yeah. Um, but I still I still maintain, you know, I have that extension on on your deliver time. So if things like that do happen within reason, you know, yeah. there might yeah. be another Icelandic volcano that makes yeah. the world go to halt, and yeah. you know, you, <laughs> but these things happen. But if if you if, yeah, if if you allow yourself that extra time frame. Yeah. um you know i always say yeah six to eight weeks i'd imagine it'll be quicker but i can't guarantee quicker so this is the date to have in mind yeah that's um right. and that helps with that yeah. i've got one more okay and that is oh, one more empathizing with your customers okay your customers yes. okay without your customers your business it, there isn't a business there isn't okay. a business so okay. if your customer comes to you and says that look i'm unhappy about something um is Listen and understand it from their point of view. Put yourself in in their shoes. Okay, you know, um, you know, I wasn't happy about this. Okay, so try not to come up with a list of excuses where you just go on the defensive. Okay, you can almost mm -hmm. immediately say, um, uh, "Look, um, I really do understand what you're saying. I can see exactly what you're saying, and I'm going to try and sort this out for you." Um, and just a simple thing like that, because immediately, because a lot of people when they complain, they go in a hundred miles an hour. If you suddenly empathise with them and listen, then they will suddenly hop, pull back, and they go, "Oh right." Yeah. Sometimes they're shocked, and I know that this yeah. is from, from graduation from from graduations when people aren't happy now. I, I know we were at graduation last year and there was a customer that was, wasn't happy about, I won't go into what, what it was, but there was something on the day that, that she wasn't happy about. Um, and somebody brought her over to me and because I was sort of leading, I just had a chat with her and I said, okay, can you just tell me what, what, you know, um, what the problem is so I can help you. I let her talk. I didn't interrupt her in any way. Just said, okay, that's fine. Okay. Okay. So I just basically said to her, should we redo your photos? Um, and she was like taken aback because she thought I was going to say something like, well, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, but there's not a lot. We can hard do. Cheddar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And on the day she'd only paid for some photos for herself and her family was outside. So I said, have you got family with you? And she said, I have, I said, would you like us to do a family photo for you as well? And she was like taken aback again and she was overwhelmed mm. and her family. So she, she ended up getting a free family photo. Okay. And, her family came over. I think dad came over to me and said, I can't thank you enough. How good was that? They had a really bad feeling. We turned it into such a positive. Okay. And they went mm. away really happy because mm. they came and spoke to us. Okay. And we spoke to them with respect. We tried to help them and we tried to look at it from their point of view. And for the sake of taking up a photographer's time for 10 minutes, you know, she went away happy and we could yeah. relax and be happy as well. So understand and empathize with your yeah. customers. Now, I think a lot of companies would be worried about that because they'd be worried about people sort of taking the mickey, I guess. Yeah. But just to all those people who might think, oh, OK, well, next time I'm, I'm graduating next week, I'm going to I'm going to go down. I'm going to complain when nothing was wrong. 
by the way, guys, we can tell when a complaint is genuine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, oh, we, yeah, we've been doing this a long time. We mm. know the genuines from yeah. the people who are trying to pull a fast one. We yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So don't. And I think that's what it is. It's experience and, and knowing. Um, now, th those are great, great, great tips for customer service. And uh, like you said, there are loads more. But I think oh, God, yeah. it really comes it really comes down to one thing. So, you know, emphasizing, listening communicating mm. i think they are that that's what it is isn't it it's it's those three things and i think that will cover all of those points that that, that you just said yeah, yeah. um the one question i do have for you though cam is and and this and this is the crazy thing because this is the one thing that every business owner worries about and, and every everybody worries about is is what if someone is taking the piss basically what if mm. someone you think hang on a minute no 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 this this isn't it i mean it hardly ever happens first mm. of all mm. so the thing that everyone worries about hardly ever happens i think it's happened to me once um in in my entire career um and you know when someone is quite blatantly mm. sort of pulling a fast one mm. how do you deal with that okay i think there's it it depends what what the situation is. So I'm going to give you one example that I'm in at the moment with uh, a wedding that um, we did last year, where the bride wants a lot of editing to her photos. Okay, right. um, and really unreasonable requests. Nothing wrong with the photos, but mm -hmm. she wants certain things editing, which I don't actually agree with. I think there should be some reality to the photos. I think you know right. she's she's taking away from what is actually real and 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 mm. and she's she's asking so much and too much that she's got to the point where she's complaining now rather than requesting she's starting to complain about things okay and right. it's and was this was this sort of talked about before the wedding i mean was any of this no. come up look i'm going to want lots of this doing and i want this kind of doing and, and all that kind of stuff. No, none of that was before no no, no, none of it is. It's, no. It all came no. afterwards. Okay. okay. And also the fact is that she didn't understand photography. There was a lot of image that we shot mm -hmm. where we used the rule of thirds and she was saying, why are those yeah. images not centered? Okay. Um, <laughs> and where we use depth of field. Yeah. And she said, why are those photos out of focus where we'd use an aperture of 2.8. Okay. And it's the first time yeah. I've been in this situation. And I realized that really she was, she was looking to do something far more traditional, which we hadn't spoken about. I mean, she booked us because she liked our, she loved our work. Okay. So yeah. we've got to the point where we're spending so much time uh, on this, but I've got to the point where I'm thinking, let's just let's just do what she's asking to do and let's just get let's just mm. get rid of her okay so that yeah. not got caught she's not got reason to complain because these days it's very easy to put bad reviews so basically yeah, we, we, have, so. we have bent over backwards for her and, and honestly most people I, I don't think would have done what we've done okay we've no. taken on board everything that we, she's done we've pretty much asked done everything we're still doing it everything that she wants us to do we've sort of like done it through gritted teeth and then once she's gone she's gone because our yeah. fear is is that if we make an issue out of it well we can't do this you do know you've got to pay for this you do it's still going to be going on in yeah. six months and it's going to cause me so much grief yeah. and headache i may as well it's get it done it. and out the way once her arm's done that's it end of and if she yeah. ever comes back to us i'm i'm i will i we won't do any more work for her again. we'll be busy that day exactly yeah. that's right yeah so sometimes yeah. you just have to suck it up there's your answer yeah Suck no it up. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I, I've, I've been in a situation where, uh, and, and yeah, at the end of the day, I don't really want to go through it all because it just made me so angry. But um, exactly. You know, <laughs> at the most, end of the day, 
mm. had to suck it up. Yeah, because I know if I said this to most it. people, this is a situation I, I can guarantee you 99% of people would have said to me, I just tell her to get lost, tell her to do one. But in reality, yeah. you yeah. can't do that. You can't do that. No, you can't. And and it's very easy for someone who hasn't built up a business for a long time to, mm. to say that, mm. uh, you know, yeah. or if even if you're an employee of a company, you know, if you, I don't know, if you work for Amazon or um, mentioning Amazon because it's a big company, not because yeah. of their customer service or anything like that. Um, you know, you're working for a big company like that. And he's just saying, you know what, mate, you are taking a Mickey, go do one. Mm. You know, you can do because you're Amazon, <laughs> you know, when you're, um, you know, a, 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 a smaller company, a company that actually relies on reviews, mm. a company that relies on word of mouth mm. uh, because you are a company that, and it's a service as well. It, it you know, it's a sort of service that, that is that is important mm. um, within you know what what you're doing. There's something quite intimate about shooting a wedding. Mm. You know, you've been entrusted into doing capturing mm. this special day. Mm. Um, you can't tell people to do one. It, uh, some, like you say, you've just got to suck it up. Mm. Um, but and, and then don't work with them again. And can I just mention yeah. this, Mark, as well, just to sort of finish off because, um, yeah. I could choose to say this on air or, or or not, but the whole point of this podcast is we've always wanted to try and be honest. Okay. Now, yeah. Mark, it was a wedding that, that you shot. You were part of the team. Okay. And I've not mentioned this. Oh, to you, right. Okay. And we didn't do anything wrong. I think so I know who it is. Okay. Right. Okay. I think, I think I know who it is. Okay. And we didn't do anything wrong. Now I've not mentioned it to you. Okay. I've not mentioned it to any of the other team at, at all, but for weeks it's been causing me so much grief my point mm. here is, is as the business owner, they're the sort of stresses that we have to take on and put up with, mm. okay, as any business owner does. And yeah. the buck stops with us. The buck stops with the yeah. business owner. And if you don't That's... have the stomach for it, you know, then, you know, then you, you'll then don't become a business owner because it, and, mm. and don't put on employees and workers and freelancers okay there's certain oh, times yeah. when you've just got to get on and 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 just do it for the sake of the business and not mention it to the employees because the employees and the yeah. freelancers they've done nothing wrong there's no need and even if they have there's nothing you can do mm. in a lot of times to go back there's no point in in taking it out on the people that you've got working for you unless there is mm. a reason to you've just got to I said think, something really despicable i guess i mean yeah, yeah you know. exactly that's right yes yeah so it was just that really you you know you might be able to guess yeah. who it is okay but, I, I, i'm pretty sure i know who it yeah, is i'm but, not going to mention it on there but yeah, know, but i've not but 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 you know I, i've not mentioned it to, to no one else in the team knows who it is or that we've mm. had this issue uh, once it's over and it's done with at some point when we're out having a social i might mention it and say you'll never guess yeah. what, but anyway <laughs> it, it's, and it's still ongoing so it's still not finished yet so yeah. i'm not going to say it's done it's finished yeah. it's over because this is going to run for a while no. so anyway okay yeah. good yeah. stuff mark i think uh we ought to get a drink time for a drink after that isn't it yeah yeah definitely okay mark we're going to talk cool. about something uh quite quite serious that's going on in in the news at the moment um and that's to do with the israel hamas conflict and okay okay we, we, we first of all straight off we're not doing anything and anything that we say now is not in support of anything that's going on at all from either side at all we're not we're not we're, that's not what this is actually about it's got nothing to do with the conflict itself okay before no not at all um because we're not we're not a we're straight into it here and there sometimes but this isn't a political podcast um mm. we do have our you know if, if someone's to if any of you uh you know bumped into me in the street and asked what my views are i'll give them to you but it's not for this forum 
Yeah. Now, I came across this story in a couple of places, um, but the place that, that I really found out sort of quite a bit about detail, because as soon as I heard about this, um, uh, you know, I wanted to, to find out what it was. And uh, and so I looked at uh, a website called ShotKit, which is a really good site, OK, which I look at every now and again. And as it happened, they had the story. Um, and this was okay. like a while ago and I'd missed it. Well, I'd, I'd heard about it, but I didn't find any information on it at the time. This goes back a couple of months and and I'm going to quote the, their site quite a lot because I don't want to get anything wrong or misquote anything. But basically it was saying yeah. that um, media some media outlets had run some fake AI generated images of the Israel Hamas conflict. Now, there's no wow. surprise, okay, that that if this had happened a few years ago 10 15 years ago it wouldn't have surprised me okay because journalists hey, look, this journalists, sort of things new stories this, you know things are embellished yeah, this sort they? of thing's been going on since forever i mean you just okay. got to look I, I remember at school um reading you know in history reading about the russian revolution and mm. how you know uh stalin put himself next next to um lenin um, but actually, it was Trotsky that was sitting next to Lenin, and you know all these things. It was yeah. it's, it's been done for such a long time, so of course um, it's, that's it, right. Yeah, it shouldn't be a surprise. That's right. Yeah. So basically, it was saying goes story goes on to say a number of, and I'm quoting this from Shotkit. A number of media outlets have again got caught using fake AI images. It says a number of media outlets have, have again got caught. Oh, that's telling uh, uh, using fake AI images as real photos, but this time quite blatantly. Adobe Stock Image Library recently had a number of images hosted on it that were for sale and showed AI rendered re recreations of currently ongoing uh, of currently ongoing the Israel Hamas conflict. After finding really? that, yeah, after finding these, presumably through a search of Adobe Stock Photos, a number of news publishers then bought the images and used them as if they were real. Wow, that's odd because I'm doing some work at the moment. Um, it's a sci-fi piece and. I haven't done a lot of my time punk stuff for a while because I've been busy doing other things, but I really wanted to get back on it because it's, it's, it's it helps my creativity, quite frankly. Mm. Um, and um, I noticed that some of the backgrounds I've been looking for on stock. Yeah. Some of them are AI generated now. And I've never noticed <laughs> that before. Never so noticed it, that before. So Adobe itself didn't render these images. Let's get that out straight out there. Okay. Instead, no, 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 no. People upload them. Yeah. Instead, it says the software giant creator of photographer tools like Lightroom and Photoshop, okay, uh, let users sell their own work through its platform. These can be photos taken by actual cameras, but also images that users create right through Adobe's own machine learning tools via the Adobe Stock Library. So for every mm. image sold by a photographer or artist, Adobe gives them 33% of the revenue while keeping the rest. Fair enough. So how much an artist or photographer is, earns depends on the price of their image once it's licensed and downloaded by a buyer. So, um, with this arrangement, users, uh, numerous users have added numerous AI rendered images to the Adobe Stock Library, hoping to make some relatively easy money. And in many cases, the images they create are of controversial subjects that would otherwise be difficult or expensive to capture with a camera. And a perfect example of that is the Hamas Israel conflict. Yeah. Okay. Or um, a sci-fi neon bar, which is what I was searching for. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. And um, and it says some of these examples from Adobe is an image called Conflict Between Israel and Palestine Generative AI, which shows billowing dark clouds of smoke coming from ruined buildings. And it was bought and shared by an assortment of internet news outlets as if real, despite being fake and clearly labeled as such by Adobe. So Adobe haven't done anything wrong here because they clearly no. labeled it. 
Yeah, you know, no, absolutely. Um, it is. I notice it said AI on it, and if it says AI on it, that's been created. It, it's not been taken. It's it's not it's not real footage. It's been created by someone rather than being taken by someone. I guess if that's if that's the yeah. good way of, to, sort of yeah. So it says describing here, it. Yeah, to a casual reader browsing a news article without thinking about image details, you know um, that. You know, that's one of the things because, you know, people read and they look and they won't they won't they'll never think, oh, this is fake. OK, so you can't blame the readers or anything for picking something like that. It says but the news outlet reporters have no such excuse, though, to do this. No. You know, no. and um, anyone's trained to to look into that stuff. It's them. Yeah. And this just goes to show as, as <laughs> we're going on to different subjects here. Right? I'm, I'm not going to really. But this just goes to show how how you know how human beings have become in many ways right it's it, we live in such a sort of cutthroat dog eat dog world you know i'm going to be better than you type of thing at all costs you know because you know look at me i'm i'm on the edge and i'm a journalist or whatever it is and i don't care because i'm going to i'm going to make money i'm going to create content and i'm going to whatever you know we've we've gone way past you know common decency you know yeah, I mean, it's a it's, simplistic it's, way of looking it, at it. I'm sorry, but it's a, it's, a, it's almost a, you know, wanting to see the color through the world through rose, you know, tinted glasses or it, something. And I know the world's not like that. No, no, it is very difficult. I mean, with, with journalism, there's such a, it's such a vast sort of scope when it comes to journalism. You have people who um, have been doing some fantastic stuff. I mean, you just got to look at war photography like Don McCullen and, and and people like that, you know, Magnum and, and you know, all those things that that I've done incredible work in bringing, you know, the news to us through visuals, risking their lives. I mean, it's I, oh, I, I can't remember the amount of people because I was I was watching something about about this conflict, and I might be wrong, but I think it's about seventy five journalists have died in this conflict. Mm. It's something like that. Wow. I don't know if seventy five is the right number. But there has been a lot of journalists who have died since this started. Yeah. And it, yeah. this is not a lot, you know, that the I know that the, the the troubles between sort of Israel and Palestine ha have been going on for decades. Um, well, almost millennia, if you count sort of Bible stuff. But but this specific conflict, if we're just going to sort of pin, pick this one out, which is why why people are talking about it at the moment, um, it's only been going for a couple of months and. All those journalists have died in what is a tiny, tiny area. It's not a big area. You know, the Gaza Strip is is tiny, really. Um, and so you got to think about those people, you know, putting their lives on the line to to, to, to bring this. And I think we spoke about this a, it's quite a few episodes ago, wasn't it? We're saying, look, you know, these people, I think we're talking about more Ukraine than, than anything else. I don't think Gaza mm. had happened at the time. Mm. Um, and, you know, these, these people are putting putting their lives on the line to bring us authentic quality journalist you know journalism basically uh, and that's what they are on the other hand you also have people like pierce morgan i'm gonna name him <laughs> because um uh, you know and i know he says he doesn't know anything about the phone hacking stuff i get that so that keeps the lawyers happy i know he he doesn't but there's a lot of people who did and news of the world got shut down i know it's a different paper that's murdoch and morgan was the mirror um but um, you know, there are people like, you know, that had to close down the news of the world because of the terrible things they did to Millie Dowler and their family um, with, with, with the phone. And that's the other side of journalism, the disgusting side. So I, I hear what you're saying about that, Cam. 
about you know but have faith there are some good people still out there doing doing stuff to keep us informed of, of course that's right yeah and, and and there's far more of that than than any of this going on i think what's worrying though is again let's forget about the photography aspect of everything but the effect that it has on people because something like this encourages people to to take sides okay uh, and and it's very easy for them to start spouting off because because they can get taken by in by a video and uh, or an image very very easily and then yeah. that that can cause that can cause all sorts of you know untold damage how it affects individuals and families that are are you know it, it's misinformation that goes out you know, and we have to understand that that not everything that we see is is real. You know, um, mm. and and it's and and we're going to see more of that with AI, unless new stories, okay. unless journalists and 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 TV stations when they have when they show a video, it clearly actually says at the bottom there'll be a little logo or something that will become world known that just sort of says AI or something. And everyone's going to know, oh, that's been AI generated. Well, I kind of hope news outlets won't use AI imagery, actually, mm. unless they're doing a graph, yeah. which obviously you might need AI, you know. But actually, if it's if it's footage of a war or something like that, I, I'm kind of hoping you should use AI. I mean, like I said, this sort of thing's been going on for a long time. Now, mm. um, I'm, I'm using this loosely because I know a lot of people who don't even trust the BBC. Uh, when it comes to the stuff mm. on their news because of propaganda and, and agendas and all that kind of stuff. But, but compared to, <laughs> compared to what's on the, the internet, um, I'm guessing that, um, you know, you could probably call the BBC gospel in comparison. Well, the gospel mm. isn't even real either, but you know, mm. you know, you, you, you can, it's a more trustworthy outlet. Unfortunately mm. though, we're, most people now don't consume their news through mm. people like the BBC or ITV or Sky News or, or whatever it is. Um, they, you know, they're, 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 they're consuming the news through things like Twitter and, uh, Facebook. And, and the thing is there's no editor <laughs> yeah um, editor at large on, on twitter mm. uh it's x sorry it's called x now isn't it stupid mm. name for, for a platform um so um yeah so you know you've got twitter but there's no one on twitter going hang on a minute that's not right that's not right everything's just on there and you have to make it's, it's a minefield so it's not as if these images weren't around before mm. because they were like i said they were used in the russian revolution they're probably used during the second world war they were you know of course propaganda is a, is a thing and everyone uses it we've mm. used it Nazis used it, Russians used it, Australians, used it, everyone's used it. But the thing is, we we'd have that filter when we watched our news, i.e., the BBC, ITV, mm. Sky News, whatever. Okay, and the filters of the editors making sure these sources are correct. Um, have you ever? There was I was watching a um, it was a drama series called The Newsroom. It's a bit cheesy. It's by Aaron Sorkin who did The West Wing, and it's cheesy. It didn't last particularly long because right. I think uh, it. it not that great but there was interesting parts of it it's the inner workings of a newsroom and and they they have to you know the, the fact they have to like triple check their sources and things like that before it goes on air and although that's a drama i'm sure something similar happens at the bbc newsrooms well you don't get that with twitter you don't get that with facebook it's just up there and people just believe it so for me it's not about the imagery it's about how we consume it and when you're looking at these things you you've just got to be you've got to be so careful because now the filter is your own brain the filter is your common sense um and that's what you got to rely on and it is difficult it's very difficult because mm. like I said, these newsrooms have teams of people mm. making sure that their sources are correct well you know if you're you know sitting down going scrolling through twitter you know 
Um, you, you don't have that team going, actually, this is wrong. Now, I know they are putting disclaimers now. I've noticed on Twitter, aren't they? They're putting disclaimers mm. down saying, yes. actually, this might not be accurate, but but that's not on everything. Um, mm. And that's what you have to be careful of. May I ask, though, Cam? Um, mm. I'm not sure if it says in the um, in, in, in the article. Um, what, um, what, what are the pictures depicting? essentially what was the what was the propaganda angle with these with these images you know i it doesn't actually say um because i didn't see okay. the articles because when i actually press on the links that with that that i actually saw where the story came from it doesn't actually that, that none of the links uh none of the links in the story actually exist uh now so i think there's certain things that have actually been taken down um right the actual, so don't be taking them off yeah that's right yeah the actual um image they use as a header it's just two planes in the sky but they may they, they're just two fighter jets that's just the header of the story but it doesn't actually show anything at all mm. so and it doesn't actually really go into explaining what what it is it's just it just basically a story that says that media outlets were using fake images and maybe they're they've intentionally not mm. showing any of those images at all yeah no it makes sense yeah sensible yeah on the flip side just to sort of finish the story off very quickly you know we are now in that ai world and as photographers you know this is possibly the next thing that, that photographers are going to have to be learning videographers photographers content creators um uh, it, it's the next skill that that will take the photography world forward so don't sort of think oh, we're already I, there yeah but don't, don't sort of think, think about the, the tools yeah, in right, lightroom yeah. and photoshop that's right yeah so don't think oh look you know i'm totally against ai because if you are and you're a photographer in business you're going to get left behind if you don't mm. if you don't embrace it really so you know yeah. catch 22 really isn't it in many ways it is it so, is you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Thank you very much for listening, Mark. That's it for another week. And we all oh, next week. We will see you all next, next week. Next week. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. So uh, as the requests have been coming in, we, we you know, you know, we've been asked and we're, we're going to be delivering every single week. Um, we are. Mark, we I'm going to get you to give a great shout customer out. service. I'm going to give you to, um, yes, exactly. There you go. Okay. We're over-promising yeah. and uh, not over-promising. We're, we're delivering, aren't we? Okay. And uh, yeah. delivering something yeah. at someone's request. There you go. Customer service. Mark, um, can you give a shout out to one of the patrons that's recently joined us? Yeah, so we we do we do want to give a shout out to the people who join us on Patreon. So um, so Mr. Nick Payne, thank you very much for your patronage. Really, really, um, thank you, Nick. Uh, really, really happy with that you've, that you've joined the team. Uh, thank you very much for that, guys. Anyone can join Patreon. Okay, have a look online. We'll put some links out with this show. Thank you again for listening. Please like, love, subscribe, tell your friends about us, uh, tell your fellow photographers and videographers any hobbyists, friends, family, and uh, let's keep this growing. Okay, 2024 is going to be the year. Guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye for now.